On this episode of the Comic Book Kaiju, we have a very special guest today, toy collector extraordinaire Jay from Geek Dad Life. I am very happy to have Jay on. I think Jay has the best geek collecting channel on all of YouTube. Geek oh, Dad come Life. on now. <laughs> Jay, how are you doing today, sir? Uh, doing well, doing well. Thank you for, for having me, uh, and uh, you flatter me too much. Uh, I don't deserve it. <laughs> <laughs> I think you deserve all the praise. We're going to have all the links in the show notes. You can check out the best geek collecting channel on YouTube uh, in our show notes. But Jay and I, we did a – did we do the hold-on maneuver? We did a Star Wars podcast Yeah, together. I think so, yeah. Yeah. Um, so we have a little bit of podcasting experience, but – I wanted to get a little bit deeper. I wanted to know who is Jay? What is Jay? Why is Jay? I wanted to know a little bit more about Jay in general. And since we're a comic book podcast, comic book discussion podcast, I wanted to first get your comic book origin story. What kind of got you into, and not necessarily reading comic books, but just mm -hmm. the IPs and the properties of either superheroes or comic book characters. What kind of got you uh, started? I'm always interested. Yeah. Uh, Superman. Superman was my, my nice. entryway. Uh, I think I was three years old, mm. and um, my dad uh, loved Superman. But I, I think it was we watched the movie, or I saw the movie, or something along those lines. But then I also got, I don't know if it was a collected paperback of, like, the first issues post- uh, was it Crisis of Infinite Earths? Like yes. kind of that that eighties Superman reboot. Mm -hmm. um, so I got that, um, and then I also got a Superman cape, uh, and you know, and so I just I, I was just obsessed with Superman. So that that nice. comic book, uh, I would wear that cape everywhere. Like there's just there's that period of time where just like it would that was just a normal part of what I would wear around. Um, and then, uh, you know, and then I got my first Superman action figure, which he's over there. I still have him. <laughs> nice. Um, so, yeah, I think Superman was the first. And then there was Batmania in 89. So then it was Batman and Robin. Robin was my guy. Still is my oh, wow. guy. Oh, wow. Nice. Um, and so obsessed with Batman uh, in 89, 90. Um, and then obsessed with uh, X-Men. Uh, I found a... Uh, a brown suit uh, Wolverine action figure at a flea market. And I was like, who's this guy? <laughs> um, and then uh, my dad was like, ah, that's X-Men. Oh, and uh, so then it was just like, oh, I want to I learn about these people. And then so it became obsessed with X-Men. So nice. it's kind of like that's – and those are still like my three big three, Superman, Batman, and X-Men. Nice. You have a very similar origin story actually to myself. My dad – was into superheroes uh, growing up, and he introduced me to Superman, Batman, Flash. And okay. so those were my characters. Um, later, I did get into X-Men with the 90s mm -hmm. um, animated and, and yeah, things like did? that. <laughs> but I think also that notion of passing it down from father to son, mm -hmm. and now you and I are both dads, and I'm thinking about my son and I kind of how I want him to – have a positive childhood and have something that mm -hmm. he can look back on. Like I think you and I both, we look yeah. back on our childhoods and say, man, these action figures, these IPs, these properties and characters mean so much to us. 
that's kind of what I want to pass on to him. So yeah. I'm trying to raise him right to be a little Jedi and uh, be a little superhero. So definitely that's something that I think we both share. And I think we were kind of similar in age as well because I, mm-hmm. I had that Bat 89 mania. I mm-hmm. was obsessed with Christopher Reeve Superman for a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, also had a cape for Halloween and, and walked around <laughs> or flew around my house. Right? Um, yeah, exactly. With that cape, you flew. It wasn't running. It yeah. was your time. <laughs> yeah. So 100%, I relate to that. Um, so that's cool. I really, um, I'm always interested to get people's, how did you get into this stuff, you know? And mm-hmm. um, that tra- kind of transitioned to, I think, with Geek Dad Life, um, how did that start? Because you yeah. actually talked to me a little bit off mic about how you started as a podcast, right? And then you transitioned over to YouTube and live streams. Yeah. Well, it was kind of like uh, even well before Geek Dead Life, like back in – and how we kind of have mutual friends and how we end up meeting uh, was a Lost podcast years Ooh. ago, the TV show Lost. Uh, yes. Um, and so had podcasted – about various TV shows for, I don't know, over a decade. Nice. Um, but then eventually that just got, um, you do anything long enough, you kind of, I don't know, you lose the, the spark or the motivation right. or something like that. You just want to do something different. Right. Um, and so uh, about three years ago, there was just this moment of, you know, I've been doing pot, like as a side hustle creative endeavor for so long, um, but I had always wanted to do something about like the things that I'm just passionate about, not necessarily today. We're going to talk about episode three of so-and-so show. Right. Um, and just kind of wanted to break that mold and do something completely different. And also forego podcasting as the medium and focus on video as the medium. Mm. Um, and so, you know, the, that was kind of the, the, the origin story of geek dad life, which even, when I started, I didn't know it was going to be a toy-centric or toy-collecting-centric channel. Mm. Um, but uh, because at the time, I was like, well, there's plenty of people that do toy videos. Like, I, I, don't, I don't know if I'll have anything to add. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm just going to be like, whatever it is, it could be a toy. It could be an arcade game or it could be I went to Disneyland or something. It's just like, it's just about the geek dad life, being a geek dad. Nice. But, um, but the thing is, like a month or so into doing the channel, the pandemic hit. Hmm. So life kind of stopped, like there wasn't anything to do. Right. Um, so the the thing that kind of filled that space was toy collecting, because I could still, you know, mask up and go to Target and find a toy or action figure, or just talk about toys and action figures. And um, so, but then the thing is, is like the audience really responded to that as well, um, and the channel really grew. And so there is this thing, you know, in in doing content creation or whatever it's just like follow if your audience is digging something follow that and right. um out of everything that i i am as a person um aside from being a father um and you know music as well i'm a musician but toy collecting uh has been the thing i have enjoyed as a pastime the longest uh, oh, nice. so it's easy to do a channel dedicated to that because it just it does it's not work. I just love talking about this stuff. So, yeah. um, and, and, you know, here we are three years later and uh, it's been going well. Yeah, that's perfect. Um, and I've, you know, man, we have so many similarities. I started audio podcasting, um, like 2005 and it was, Same, yeah. I want to talk about my passions. So I was talking about video games, comic mm-hmm. books, 
TV movies. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a lost podcast at one point, and so that was all those things. And at one point, I was doing twelve podcasts at one point, and I oh thought God. about it. I was like, "How did I have so much time back then? <laughs> Being a dad now, like I yeah. barely have time to do two podcasts." But <laughs> it came to a point where I was like, "I'm not." You know, the audio wasn't um, – it was just very hard to get people to to know about you, just to know I existed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I just started video podcasting like within the last year. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've found just in the last year I've had more uh, engagement, more mm-hmm. um, just audience like, oh, these people know I exist yeah. rather than like the 10 years of audio. So. I'm trying to make that transition now to where I think where you've gone and mm-hmm. YouTube seems to be like the best platform to focus on. So um, actually also wanted to pick your brain. Do you have any like YouTube tips? What's kind mm-hmm. of something that you wish somebody had told you when you started um, Geek Dad Life? I think I learned it pretty quick, thankfully, but <laughs> There, and, and again, so you, you podcasting, you know, as long as I have. The, the ways that podcasts became successful back in our day. <laughs> uh, but yeah. damn, it's nearly 20 years ago at this point. Yeah. Um, uh, which is crazy. Yeah. Uh, is completely different. Like it was a very organic thing where you had word of mouth. And if you had the right topic, it would show up in search results and so people would see, you know, they would search lost podcasts and there would be mm. so and so many and then look at artwork and be like, oh, I'm going to click on that. That looks interesting. And then now I'm a fan of that or I'm subscribed to it. I'm going to listen to it in perpetuity or whatever. Mm. Um, whereas YouTube and a lot of things nowadays is in that web 2.0 where it's the user doesn't have much control over what mm. they see. YouTube does, right? So yeah, like YouTube the tries to put the thing in front of you that you're going to like. Um, right. And uh, so it was a very quick learn. I was just like, oh, like to reach people, I need to play by YouTube's rules. Um, And so, you know, the advice that I give is like really dig into the analytics. There's a lot of YouTubers that just talk about YouTube and how to, uh, you know, you you can never master the algorithm or whatever. But at least just how do you create engaging content so Mm. that. YouTube wants to share you. And so very quickly, we're podcasting, uh, at least to that point for me, was very leisurely. It was very just conversational. We're going to take our time. We're going to, you know, maybe it takes 30 minutes to really get going. If you don't capture somebody in the first, like, two seconds, they could drop. And then YouTube's like, oh, nobody likes this. Yeah. Don't show it to anybody. Right. So the, uh, the shift of, like, being a creator in this medium is... How do you how do you capture people's attention and keep their attention? And, you know, that that I've had to kind of shift my how I've presented the stuff that I've created. But Mm. at the end of the day, YouTube will show you in front of people um, and it's your job to create engaging content, have a topic that they want to click on, have a thumbnail they want to click on. But when they do, you keep their attention. And, and, you know, if you if you do that, it, it can grow. Nice. Um, I had a, another question for you on the geek topics. Do you have a favorite geek property? Because, you know, 
you mm. have great videos on Ninja Turtles, Ghostbusters, yeah. X Men. Yeah. Is there one property that kind of stands out to you as, oh, this is my bread and butter? Yeah. Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters is my nice. number one. Always been nice. my number one. Um, again, since I was three. Uh, do I have it here? <laughs> I actually have, yeah, okay. So I have a, I found a, a nicer copy, but this is nice. um, an original release. But the, in, on my third birthday, I got, I got this copy. This is my, Ooh. the original one that uh, started my fandom of, of all things Ghostbusters. So well loved, like Yay. the bottom, like ripped out, <laughs> but the tape will still play. I, this is oh. a, I have an old TV uh, to play old video games on and stuff nice. and play VHS tapes, but it still works. Um, but anyway, so this, this was the start for me. And, uh, uh, I don't know why. Just to capture, my, it's one of those things. Just captures your imagination at a young age, and they had the the real Ghostbusters cartoon show. The oh toy yeah. Um. So that that was that was my number one from then, and has always been. But at the same time, I, I it's not you know some people have passions or collections that's just focused on on one property. Um, clearly, that I don't have that. <laughs> uh, uh, and so you know, Ghostbusters is my favorite, my absolute favorite. But I love so like I love turtles. I love uh, Star Wars. I love He Man. I love Transformers. Like I uh, or or DC properties. I got my whole superpowers collection right here. Um, so to me, it's like uh, I love it all. If it's from you know Star Wars, Kenner seventy eight. I think is when those toys start coming out. Mm. To usually, uh, oh, you can't really see it here, but um, Power Rangers, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Like if it's within that range. I love it. Nice. Generally. Yeah. Man, you know, just going through all of your different properties looking in the background is just amazing to me. And I had, again, this is just like the similarities between us are um, astounding to me. I had a toy shelf or a closet, and it was just every mixture of all the different franchises and mm -hmm. IPs. And I would spend hours just like, imagining a story creating a story of oh well wolverine is going to interact with optimus prime yes. like this and mm -hmm. and that's kind of i think the joy for me of of childhood was creating those stories and yes. living out your fantasies and dreams mm -hmm. and um superheroes always gave me like that power fantasy like oh what if i had superpowers what if i yeah. could do what if i could fly um, yeah things like that absolutely. so i think that looking at your background, it just gives me that nostalgia for my own childhood of, mm -hmm. man, I remember I'd open up the closet and mm -hmm. here's all the the yeah. toys and stuff. And actually, podcasting um, got me back into collecting a little bit just be, uh, when I was searching for different podcasts to listen to. Yeah. And I would come across ones where they were talking about toys and collecting. And I was like, oh, People are still doing this because I didn't have any friends in my life that yeah. were doing it. So the internet, you know, has connected everybody. And, it's and more like it. me out there. <laughs> yeah. So that was um, – it was a joy finding your channel. And I'm really – like I said, I think it is the best on the internet. So I 100% <laughs> urge everyone out there who is watching this or listening to this, um, mm -hmm. check out Jay's channel, Geek Dad Life. Um, you got anything coming up? On the channel that you want to uh, talk about? 
Uh, let's. I mean, it's you know, I I, I post. Well, I either do live streams, which is is kind of like a video podcast, but it is live, um, and then uh, you know, kind of edited short form or not. It's not even short form. It's like about usually about ten minutes, eight to ten minute videos that it's a review of something or, or something like that, um, or a history of or something like that. Um, so you know, upcoming on the channel. Um, I don't know when this posts, but I'm editing or I'm doing all the B-roll footage right now. Uh, I think it's is it I think it's jazz wares. Do you remember in the nineties those like micro machine Star Wars ships but they were bigger so you could put like little mini figures in them yes. and stuff? Yes. Um so it was called uh, uh Star Wars Action Fleet. Ah. One of my favorite toy lines, I think, because it was just it was it was perfect. You had like ships that was easy to play with and you still had little people you could put inside and stuff. Yeah. Um uh so that went defunct in the early 2000s, I think. But Jazzwares has kind of rebooted or rebirthed the line uh, with small ships with little minifigures that go inside them. But what they have improved from the original is, you know, the all the ships in that, that Micro Machine line, the, the Action Fleet one, they were all similarly sized because they were all the same price point. So the Millennium Falcon would be about the same size as an X-Wing, which is, that's not the scale, right? <laughs> channel, or, you know, we're, we're both geeks. So I was like, oh, it's yeah. not scale. <laughs> so fine when you're a kid. But what I love what uh, Jazzwares is doing is it's micro scale, but the Millennium Falcon is big compared to an X-Wing. Like they're, they're trying to make all the ships scaled and it's not perfectly scaled, but more accurately scaled to all the other ships. Um, so I think it's the whole premise of the video is a Star Wars reboot that's better than the original. And this this one is because um, they've actually taken the charm of what made the original line great, but actually improved on it. Um, so that's uh, my hope is to have that posted on Saturday. But uh, okay. it's, those those videos take even though it's like eight minutes those videos can take days and days because mm. it's the editing is right uh, takes time versus yeah. stuff like this which is like turn on the camera press record yeah. talk for an hour ta-da you know? well actually that's uh interesting i wanted to ask you about that as well transitioning from doing podcasts to doing the live streams and then the the um the edited content mm -hmm. do you see a pro pros and cons for live streaming versus the the edited content do you find do you get more joy out of doing live streams like does it feel more real like feel more interactive like people are watching you right now it's live yeah there's a um there's something and even when i was podcasting uh i tried to have it be hit record what's recorded and then gets put out Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. mainly for for time reasons yeah, right because right. you and and, I, and again i think we both probably have friends because we've been in podcasting so long that they they record for three hours and then spend weeks editing it down to a <laughs> crisp 59 minutes you know yeah. and i was just like why why are you spending so much time like and and taking out every pause or taking out every um and ah or whatever and I was like, I'm an um machine, but you know what gets me better is not editing and knowing mm -hmm. that I have to get better. I have to, you know, there's nothing saving me right. in this conversation. So I just have to be better at having a conversation. Mm. You know? yeah. And so 
so I've always kind of had that mindset, but live is taking that to the next level, right? Mm. There's no do-overs. There's no, ah, crap, I flubbed that or whatever. Like it is what is, what you're doing is being watched and viewed live. Um, but I feel like there's something about that that makes it more energetic, that makes it more, and, and when you have guests on or whatever, it's just, it, it has a vibe and an energy that takes that pretty much hit record. What we talk about is gets published to the next level, because if you have a lull or something, there's people in the chat, you can plus them into the conversation or, or say again, if you podcast long enough, you're saying like, Oh, what was that person's name? I think it's this. It's not that person. You post the episode and then you get a hundred emails about how you were wrong. <laughs> right. Live. Someone in the chat is like, no, it's this person. Like, Oh, yeah. okay. It's that person. And then you move on, you know? Like it's, <laughs> so to me, it's, there's just the, uh, it's, it's kind of that Saturday night live thing Ooh, where, yeah. you know, they're writing and pr like pretty much up to the minute they go live and then it's just live. And then that's it. Right. There's something about that creative process of, we're going, we're live, you know, we do a live stream Sunday nights at 9 p.m. Eastern time and whether we've got the most prepared show or maybe not the most prepared show, but we're going to hit that live button and we're going to go. Mm. Um, and something about that, maybe it's just like my ADHD brain where it's just, I need a, I need the pressure to like get it done uh, that, that I really enjoy about it. Dang. Well, that is uh, very enticing to me. Like I said, I've, I've been dabbling with the video podcast for the last year, but I haven't gone live yet. So very uh, encouraging to hear your story and, and see mm -hmm. what success you've had on Geek Dad Life. So I wanted to say thank you, Jay, for coming on the Comic yeah. Book Kaiju podcast. This was a fantastic episode. And like I said, everyone out there who is watching this and who is a fan of Comic Book Kaiju or you like any of our content, you will definitely like Jay's content. So please check him out over at Geek, Geek Dad Life. I like it when he does that, I like when Jay does that. Um, thank you very much, Jay. Um, I want to say 100% Jay loves comics, and you should too.